plays. Ay, ay, Blaze review. Ay, yeah, that's hot, that's heat, that's hot, that's heat. Gonna pull up a seat. It's some hot stuff coming your way. Ay, fam, what you got to say? Blaze review. Ay, Blaze, Blaze. Ay, ay, Blaze review. Ay, Blaze. Welcome to today's episode of the Blazecast. This is a podcast version of the Blaze Review Show that we do every Friday. As always, I'm your host, Cantley Elliott. Looking towards some of the AFC divisional matchups we have going on this weekend. My Cleveland Browns, we were able to make it past our uh, divisional rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So now we go to Arrowhead to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Definitely a tough out. But uh, in the beginning of the season, the Chiefs were my favorite to win the AFC. I think they're just so dominant in every facet of the game. They can beat you through the air, the ground. Their defenses look pretty solid, but uh, the Cleveland Browns, you know, win or lose, none of the pressure is on the Browns. Uh, you know, the Browns kind of have now found this mentality, I think, to where, you know, they're, they've announced we're here by beating the Pittsburgh Steelers in that fashion they did last week. But uh, the Browns kind of have this winning culture, I think, about them now. I think they're going to be pretty solid. This isn't one of those, uh, like, bluff years. I think I think they've really found who they are with Kevin Stefanski. Baker's found his confidence. So one of the keys, I think, for the Browns this this weekend um, in their matchup against the Chiefs is keep the Chiefs' offense off the field for as long as you can. Utilize that run game. Utilize that duo of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb that you have. Um, Take as much time off the clock as you can and keep the Chiefs' offense off the field. That's going to be – I cannot stress that enough. That's going to be the biggest thing. So um, the ground and pound, chew the clock. And the important thing is finish your drives with touchdowns. You can't get all the way down to the red zone and end up kicking field goals because the Chiefs, they're, they're not settling for field goals. They're going for the big plays. And I think if the Browns can limit the big plays by uh, guys like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, uh, their running back, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, every now and then he'll catch a pass out of the backfield for a big play. Um, we all know Mahomes can make something out of nothing. He uh, always finds a way to complete his passes. But I think more than anything, the Browns really utilizing, like I said earlier, that run game, chewing up the clock. Um, They're going to have to put up a lot of points this weekend. But an interesting stat I was looking at actually earlier was the Browns have more 40-point games than the Chiefs this year. The Browns also have more three-touchdown quarters than the Chiefs. It's 5-1. to And then more. the Browns also have more 50-yard play, so 4-2. to So um, this kind of goes to show you the Browns, whenever they want to, uh, their offense can click whenever it starts, you know, whether it be Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples-Jones. So uh, the Browns have weapons too. It's just a matter of actually getting everybody to click this weekend, I think, getting all on one page. And then on the defensive end, not giving up those big plays for the Chiefs because everybody knows that the Chiefs can go two or three plays and they'll, they'll already be down the field scoring touchdowns. So um, I think if Denzel Ward can come back and really shut down Tyreek Hill, that's going to be a huge thing. Uh, Travis Kelsey is the only person I'm worried about. Travis Kelsey is too fast for the linebackers, I think, but he's too big for the safeties and corners. So um, I think he creates kind of a mismatch on the field. And I think if the Browns can take Travis Kelsey and that middle of the way early, the Browns really, I think, would have a chance against uh, the Chiefs' high-powered offense. But um, I have to keep the faith. Uh, Ohio against the world. I'm going to go Browns 35, Chiefs 31. And then looking at the other AFC matchup that's going on this weekend, the Bills and the Ravens. Uh, this is going to be a really fun one. Hopefully, I can stay up to watch the whole thing. But uh, both of these teams are red hot coming into this weekend. It's going to be really fun to watch them. I, th- I think both teams finished on five or six game win streaks, which is really huge because both teams have so much momentum. But 
Uh, the one downfall I will say for the Ravens is the fact that they are going to Buffalo and they're a team that relies very much on running the ball. We all saw last week Lamar didn't throw for any touchdowns, but I think he ran for roughly 136 yards on 16 carries. So uh, the run game for the Ravens, if the weather is bad in Buffalo, which I've heard there's going to be a little bit of snow and it's going to be cold, I'm not sure how effective the run game is going to be for the Baltimore Ravens in that. And also, you know, the Buffalo Bills, their defensive line puts a lot of pressure on you. So putting that pressure on Lamar, I, I'll be curious to see kind of, you know, how he reacts to that. Uh, his throwing wasn't really on point last game. He had no touchdowns. I believe he had one pick. And so, you know, the receivers in the secondary, the receivers for the Ravens versus the secondary for the Bills. The secondary for the Bills, I don't think is talked about enough. You have Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Tredavious White. Um, watching them against like a Marquise Brown or a Willie Sneed, I think it's going to be uh, very interesting. I'm going to, you know, I think whoever wins that matchup between the receivers of the Ravens and the secondary of the Bills, I think that's going to that's that's who's going to win you the game this weekend. I have to say so. Um, you know, the defense for the Ravens, I will say, has been really great too. Marcus Peters has really been that anchor. He really was against the Tennessee Titans last week, but Josh Allen is almost like. I really, I really don't know the word to call Josh Allen. He's almost like a Patrick Mahomes, just not as good. I'll say that. He's, he's, he's Patrick Mahomes like like 1.0. But Josh Allen does make something out of nothing a lot of times. That's why I think Josh Allen is so good. There were times against a really good Colts defense, you saw Josh Allen running out. Um, he, he ran the ball a lot to himself, but he was very effective against a very good defense. Lamar was effective against a not-so-good defense. So both these quarterbacks are really athletic, but I do trust Josh Allen a little bit more to make plays when there is nothing there. I think he has more weapons on offense. Um, the run game for the Ravens is better, but the Bills do have a good run game with Zach Moss, uh, Devin Singletary. They're really deep at that position, but Stephon Diggs, Dawson Knox, uh, John Brown's back now at receiver. So I think the Bills are just really balanced on both sides of the ball. I think that's been my take on them all season long. Um, they're just so balanced, great coaching. I think McDermott should easily be coach of the year for what he's a been able to do for the Bills culture. So um, I'm going to go Bills 27, Ravens 18, and I think the Bills and the Browns are going to advance to play each other in the AFC Championship in the following week. So this is today's episode of the Blazecast. We are now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere else you can find our podcast. Uh, we also have the merchandise for sale and everything else. So on tomorrow's episode of the podcast, I will be breaking down the NFC uh, divisional round. So we'll talk about those, the Rams, Packers, and then we have Tom Brady versus Drew Brees and the Saints and the Buccaneers. So this is today's episode of the Blazecast, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.